Hi there, and welcome to the Engage MarTech podcast. Research shows the marketing function is playing an increasingly important role within the organization, as advances in marketing technology enable greater customer understanding and insight, allowing organizations to increasingly personalize and tailor their offering to ever more demanding and proactive customers. For over a decade, we've helped some of the world's biggest brands engage, understand, and consistently deliver on the expectations of their customers through our industry-leading conferences and online digital media. Find out more, visit engagemartech.com. In this episode, we sit down with Gregor Young, Marketing Performance and Technology Director at the Financial Times. Gregor has led a product and marketing transformation at the Financial Times, Channel 4 and BT by bridging the gap between marketing, product and technology and introducing a data-oriented product growth mindset. Gregor is a strategic thinker with uncompromising drive for brilliant customer experience of great products, blending disciplines as a modern marketing leader. We speak to Gregor about what it's like to work at the Financial Times and more about recent projects and feature plans. Hi, Gregor. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Nick. How are you? Very, very, very good. I think last time we met was in a big room with one of the big summits. I think we met at one of the <laughs> summits. I think you presented there before. Um, you look familiar anyway. Nice to have you here. Um, Thank you. So a couple of questions for you. They get increasingly difficult as we go through them. I'll start with an easy one. Um, first off, what is a marketing, marketing technology director? <laughs> um, yeah, it's not it's not something you, you you often see, and it's got a bit of a controversial word. It's a bit of a controversial combination, uh, marketing and technology, um, certainly within the organisation. Um, well, I, I guess in a nutshell, uh, it's my job to lead our marketing teams into a more technically equipped, more operationally capable future, um, and uh, and that that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And and what that really means in reality is, well, it's, it's understanding our needs, um, turning, a, a creating a, a, a vision that is technology orientated, and that doesn't necessarily mean the technology leads what we're doing, but it's 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 how how are we going to uh, market in the future, and how is what role does technology play in that, and then turning that into a reality, of course, um, you know, technology and 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 data specifically. I guess I kind of think of those things in the in, in the same way. Um, are are they're so fundamental to 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 modern marketing, and that doesn't necessarily mean it it, it dictates uh, what uh, how we market, uh, or certainly the, the types of kind of messaging or, or approach to marketing, but it, it it affects a lot of our a lot of our tactics and 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 um, it's it's important that our marketing strategies and our technologies are kind of conceived together sure. um yeah i mean there's a number of things that marketers need to need to understand um and they need to be able to define um they need to understand how to work in these new technically intense environments yeah. they need to be able to adapt and exploit new technologies and um it's important that there's somebody within the marketing organization that can that can lead in a lot of that thinking. So when you say lead, you and your team, how much of it is, you know, finding out the latest stuff, coming up with possible uses for it, and how much of it is actually consulting with other people in the business and helping them implement and take advantage of it and use use the technology um, proactively? It's, it's a mixture of both, but it's, it's, it's not... Um, I'm not on the lookout for gimmicks 
and uh, you know, and sexy new shiny tools um, to bring into the business. And that's not really what it's about. It's about right. understanding what kind of organization do we want to be? Yeah. What kind of marketing do we really want to do? Um, what are the opportunities out there to become that kind of marketing uh, um, uh, uh, organization that we want to be? And therefore, what's the right fit? And then, you know, and then it's how, how, do we, how do we get it in? How do we identify the right tooling? How do we adopt it, et cetera? So how would you summarize the, the skills? How do you gather the right skills to do this well? Oh, um, so, well, I don't think there's any uh, specific path. Um, so it's a, my own path, I guess, is, a, um, is I've zigzagged around uh, digital marketing, um, you know, uh, online marketing, lots of, lots of, lots of digital product um, type roles, probably before they were called product, um, but then they're, 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 they're generally known as product roles now, where it's that meeting of the business needs, the user, and, and the technology. And I think I've, I've always operated in that, in that field. Um, I do have a technical background, uh, technical training, um, software engineer, used to be a DBA, um, the database administrator. Um, so I do have quite a technical background, which has certainly helped me on my route to where I've got to, because I guess, um, I've, you know, I've got some of the know-how, um, I can kind of talk the talk with, with technology and technology teams. Um, I'm not intimidated by technology teams, which is definitely uh, a, a problem, certainly for marketers and, and with marketing teams. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always willing to learn. So I've, I've zigzagged around a number of uh, product and technical areas. Um, but for the past few years, I've been very fortunate to have been working for CMOs or you know, marketing leaders um, to try and help, I guess, quite forward-thinking marketing leaders who have realized that they need somebody who can help them understand how to apply what they want to do to the internet and, and, and all of the new challenges that that throws up. So like, how do we take our brand to social media? How do we take our brand to search? How do we do this? How do we do that? And so, um, uh, yeah, I, I was I was lucky to be brought into that kind of marketing world as a bit of an outsider. And I guess that's, I've then developed into a bit of a hybrid, which is a marketing technologist, which uh, who, who knows how long this type of role will exist at the, at the Financial yeah. Times, at least, or any other organization. It probably does have a timeline on it, but um, it's certainly an interesting area right now. Yeah. I told you they're going to get slightly more challenging. What, what, why did you choose to join the Financial Times? Um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, I left Channel 4 about, um, uh, about a year and a half ago, and um, I... I've been very, very fortunate that I've worked at um, brands that are very purposeful. Uh, they have, a, they play a role in society. So I worked at BT for many years, and you know the various brands in BT Group, uh, and also Channel Four. Um, and I used to be a policeman as well, so I used to work in the Metropolitan Police. So um, it was very kind of important, purposeful brands, and that's that's become quite important to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I for, first of all, first criteria is that you know I, I'm a target. Uh, for a company to work for was uh, I wanted to work for a brand that had purpose and I believed that I felt it was genuinely important. Um, secondly, though, I, I definitely wanted to work somewhere where um, 
the organization was very digital first or, or product orientated. Um, for many years at those previous brands I mentioned, I'd um, I spent a lot of time and effort being an advocate for more digital first thinking, more product mm. first thinking. You know, I spent a lot of time talking to boards, trying to convince them to invest money in, you know, please, our users need this. You know, we need to stop, uh, um, you know, investing in older areas and we need to invest in the new stuff. Um, and so I wanted to experience the other side of things. And so having that digital first product oriented culture was was an important um, thing for me to um, to immerse myself in. Um, but then lastly, and I suppose related to that, is I was really interested in joining an organization that um, um, where they really doubled down on a digital first um, business model. Mm. Um, specifically, and the Financial Times has absolutely, you know, it is, it is, it is doubled down on digital subscriptions. Um, you know, we still print newspapers, but we know that that's not necessarily, that's not really the future of the business. Right. And so, um, yeah, the Financial Times is just a fantastic fit for all of that. Um, yeah. Okay, so can you just paint a bit of a picture for how the role that technology plays in the Financial Times for us? Sure. Uh, I mean, the Financial Times is obviously a journalistic, you know, the media organization, but outside of that, uh, the Financial Times is a technology company. Um, the journalism is delivered uh, over uh, FT.com and, and the app experience primarily, and it is absolutely where our focus is um, as, as a business. So technology is kind of everything, really, when you're, when you're not inside that um, journalism um, kind of bubble. Um, that's that's really great. You know, it's, it's something that I love because it's 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 my kind of wheelhouse. Um, and there's there's a huge amount of maturity around, um, I suppose, how technology decisions are made within the business. Um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of knowledge and experience um, within our senior leadership um, at the Financial Times around uh, technology uh, issues, and technology um, kind of concerns and priorities. And, and I think largely our strategies are very technology driven. So it's, you know, everyone's very close to the tech and very close to the data. Everyone's kind of, this is absolutely at the forefront of everyone's minds. Um, this is a very high awareness uh, amongst the organization, which is great for me because um, as, like I said, in previous roles, that was usually half of the battle. Usually half of the battle was just raising people's awareness and getting people's attention on um, technology orientated and data orientated challenges um, and then getting on with doing the work of you know uh, um, actually implementing these things but the, the big the biggest hurdle was often just winning people over that actually this is important you should pay attention to it we don't have that problem in the FT and and look there's there's downsides of being on the other side of that there definitely are um, you know products and engineering have a lot of power in the organization um, which is good in a lot of ways, but not good in other ways. And marketing is one area that can actually suffer from that. Um, I would say in, in, in BT, for example, marketing was quite a powerful force. And so marketing kind of got their way. Um, whereas in the FT, um, it's not like that. I'd say product and technology are probably the stronger force. And so it's a bit of an uphill, uh, an upstream kind of swim um, for, for marketing in, in that sense. Um, so, you know, diff different, different challenges. Well, I was going to pick up on that. You know, marketing and technology are often, you know, very distinct disciplines. You know, what are, what are the challenges you're facing with the organisational boundaries in your organisation? Well, um, 
it used to be that you had IT departments that did all your tech delivery and um, you know they made all the technology decisions and you know the business the business forms. yeah yeah as long as you fill out all the forms yeah <laughs> um, and the, the business side you know marketing or whoever it was in the, on the yeah. business side commercial teams they're probably quite happy with that arrangement because yeah. you know it's typically support capabilities billing systems yeah. and things like that they didn't really you know they weren't too emotionally <laughs> bought into um it's so different now um you know technology is our business um and and it's it's everything to to, to marketing um or at least it touches on everything um i don't want to make it sound like it's the most important aspect of marketing but it does touch on everything or enables everything at least and so for marketers it is really important that um we play a leading role in defining what we do and how we do it um that kind of sounds obvious to say um but when you have uh, 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 when you apply that IT department kind of mentality to delivering technology, um, you don't. It, the business side doesn't necessarily have the influence that it should have, uh, that it needs to have in the outcomes. Um, and so, it's important that at all levels within a marketing team, um, individuals are getting closer to the technical capabilities, closer to the data to know how to wield it, um, getting more savvy and more clear about what it is we actually want to do and why and how we want to do it. And and so therefore, it's, 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 it can be a problem to have that line um, in a business that where on one side, you don't do technology, on the other side, you do. Um, you know, you don't do that, we do that. I, I think that's 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 a kind of a non-starter when um, you have a department like marketing that are that, that, that are so um, uh, dependent um, on, on on this uh, on on all the technology the technical capabilities. It's so intrinsic to everything they do. It's also very hard for the technical side for, for the the technology delivery teams, product managers, and um, we we have a we have a we have a group called internal products. So they're they're product managers, but they're delivering for um, other teams internally. It's hard for them to lead the thinking. They they can they can pick things up and deliver them, but it's hard for them to define things. It's hard for them to really understand um, at, at a deep level, like really what's needed and what the future is. Um, you know what we're going to need in two years' time, what we're going to need in five years' time, what we're building towards. Um, they usually aren't marketers. Um, you know, and they can they can certainly do the delivery. Um, and, and well, and they can make supplier choices and things like that, but they'll struggle to get really close. And, and the result can often be not the right output. Um, so it's 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 a it's a tricky balance um, because there is um, there is there is a role and responsibility, I suppose, anxiety sometimes when you start to introduce technologists on the non-technical technology side of the business. Um, but uh, and we have to be respectful of each other's um, roles. Um, but at the same time, um, we have to uh, move on from that split of we do technology, we don't. Um, otherwise, it just it just doesn't. We we, do, we don't end up with the um, with the with the right results. And marketing teams, for example, end up looking to agencies. Um, or looking to their technology teams to do their thinking for them, which is, is in my view, isn't, isn't um, going to end up with the right outcome. There's the inside challenges, but externally, I'm a customer, you know, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a customer of yours. 
how are your marketing technology choices moving forward going to be making a difference to me and my world? So um, at the moment, um, well, one of the things we're investing in is a customer data platform architecture. Um, and um, what that allows us to do, or the way I like to think about it, is it's really pivoting um, the way we approach marketing from one where we think, I've got a message, or I've got a campaign, or I've got a new product I want to push. This is how I'm going to push it. This is how I'm going to talk about it. And then these are all the people I'm going to say it to. That kind of campaign-led campaign kind of thinking. We're hoping to flip that and instead approach it from a user-led point of view. So who is this individual? What is the status of our relationship with them? What do they need to hear from us for their own, for, you know, in order to improve and, and nurture their relationship with the FT to get it to you know, a place where um, we want it to get to. And, and our, our North Star is um, lifetime value. So it's, so it's ultimately, you know, we want them to stay with us. Um, we want them to increase um, the, the, the size of their subscription. We want them to take on different products. We want them to move from FT.com subscription to, to um, seeing events and et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's that pivot from that campaign thinking where we just send out a message to everyone to one where we're like, what does this person need to hear? Now we've got over a million customers um, and over a million subscribers. And that, um, you know, that's quite a scale challenge to, to, to do that. So we need to um, have um, a reasonably granular um, data that we, that we um, collect and, and, and manage uh, about our subscribers and where they are at any given time. But then also um, we need the tools and capabilities to be able to automate um, certain decision-making about how we, how we deal with um, uh, um, uh, subscribers to go from this step to the next step. Um, so from a customer's point of view, hopefully what that means is that um, the FT appears much more relevant. We're much more timely with our messaging. We, um, we, can, we can respond and be reactive to maybe a flurry of activity. All of a sudden, you're, you're particularly interested in uh, a particular news event that's going on right now. We can, we can help you um, uh, um, maybe discover other types of content or other parts of our journalism that might be interesting to you. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's allowing a much more kind of personalized, much more relevant um, uh, relationship. And how is that developing moving forward? You know, what's, what's your next level of customer experience that you're aiming for? So um, I think it's channel of choice, um, you know, expanding out of um, more traditional channels like email. Um, more on-site personalization that's linked in. So it's essentially omni-channel um, experience management um, to, use, to use a bunch of buzzwords <laughs> smashed together, <laughs> but it does encapsulate it quite well. Um, I'm sure you it will feel great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But then also, um, you know, a, a maybe more of a tailored kind of propositions, more of a tailored kind of recommendations for how you can discover more from the FT, and that, that goes beyond the journalism. You know, it can go towards events, uh, even forums, um, communities. Sort of that we proactive hand-holding to help me get the better, a better relationship, get more from my relationship with you in a number of different ways that, that are relevant and valuable for me. Yeah. Exactly. Look, I mean, the FT subscription is, a, is, a, is not cheap. Um, it's about we believe we believe in our quality journalism, but we also believe that we need to just help people um, see the, 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 the value. Yeah.
So it's like a gym membership. It's the difference between just paying every month and getting fat and actually getting in there and developing yoga and meditation and fitness. And, and it depends how good the customer experience is, doesn't it, really? Yeah, indeed. It's exactly like that. And it's tailoring it. You know, it's like, what, 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 does this, what does this individual seem to really be interested in? What do they really seem to want? What, how, how can we, because we've got a vast amount of products, but also a vast amount of content. And, um, you know, and, and I think it's, uh, we, we want to make it easier mm. for um, our subscribers to see that and, um, and engage with it. Yeah, we had a lovely session earlier. I don't know what you saw with CNBC talking about how, 20% of the content of some of their video was generating much more uh, interest and, 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 and usage than, than their old model, you know, by just making yeah. it more relevant for people. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, you know, um, thanks so much, Gregor, for coming and spending your time with us. That's really, really terrific. Uh, wish you well. Uh, that was amazing. And um, enjoy the rest of your day. See you again. You're welcome. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.